0: Oh, cool. I like when my producer plays this. It puts me in a good retro mood. Feels like we're about to start a game show. Bye. Tell us what we won. Hey, how's you? How's it going? How are you doing? Couldn't spit that out. It's Monday, August sixth, two 2018. I couldn't spit it out because I haven't been out here on the airways for a while. I haven't been able to practice my speaking abilities. It's steamy here in upstate New York this morning. It's early in the morning. It's 74. And it feels... 74 and sticky. Highs are going to be 90. Right on the lake shores of Lake Ontario this morning. Winds are out of the south at six miles per hour. I am not at the lake shores though this morning. I am in the studios. Hence the little corny game show music that my producer's thinking would be fun to play on a Monday. Welcome. Thank you for joining me on a podcast that I like to call We Live on a Planet. And you know, I um, had a family party this weekend and I realized I do not have an elevator pitch for my show. I need an elevator pitch for my show because my family, uh, I got to talk and I, I don't ever really talk to my family that much about podcasting. I do some, I, I, I don't know. It's one of those self-promoting feels weird sometimes, even though you want everybody to hear, once you start telling people, you're like, oh shit, you're going to (laughs) listen. And uh, so they're like, what's your podcast about? And I'm like, um, I don't know. So, I need like an elevator pitch of what We Live on a Planet is about. Cause I, it's tough to describe We Live on a Planet. You know, it's, it's either you get it or you don't. Either you enjoy the show or you don't, but it's hard to really put it in what it is. I, you know, I, I go, well, I, I kind of do like the weather report and then um, do a little positive quote and take some call ins. And how do you describe it? I don't know. Variety show fun show. I don't I don't know. So I need I need an elevator pitch, damn it. It's good to be back. I missed you guys. Thank you for tuning in. I had a little hiatus. If you follow the show, you know that I had a little bit of dental mishap. One of my crowns of my tooth that I had done years and years ago failed and then I got a really bad toothache. And so now I've been under a round of like real strong antibiotics. And the infection's finally gone. Now I have to get the, I had to have the infection taken care of before they could take care of the tooth. And so I'm out of pain. I'm out of that. And now I just have to go through the next pain of probably having extracted, which sucks. I want to keep all the teeth I have. So, but I had work done on it before and I guess it wasn't meant to be. But thanks for joining me. I'm glad that you're here. It's fun to have you here with me. And we're gonna kind of get into whatever we do here at the show. Like I said, I don't have an elevator pitch, but hopefully you're riding on the elevator with me. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get into all kinds of stuff and things. I'll be right back. Hey, thanks for coming back. Let me share this little quote that I found this morning by Kevin Cruz. Kevin Cruz is a history professor, and I'm not sure what school it is. I just looked up. I, I, I saw the name of the school, and I can't remember it, so fail on my part. But if you like the Quote, go ahead and check out Kevin Cruz. Life isn't about getting and having. It's about giving and being. I like that. You know, well, obviously I like it. That's why I shared it with you. Life isn't about getting and having. It's about giving and being. It really is. You know, it's about leaving a mark. That famous poem about the dash of a headstone. You know, are they going to remember your dash? about leaving a mark in this world and being honest and giving and it's not always about getting and having it's always nice to have and get obviously but it's better to give and be i like that kevin cruz thank you kevin cruz groovy let's listen to super tramp give a little bit and when we come back we'll hear some phone calls from you guys I appreciate the phone calls. Even though I had this little hiatus, I got some phone calls from you guys. So that brightens my day. And um, when we come back from Super Tramp, we'll do all that. So stick around.
1: You planet. It's good, my man. Just got back from vacay. Feeling better. Had a great trip, but. You know, you know how jet lag is, man. It's just a killer. Uh, Night times are killing me right now, but um, I'll definitely get to talk to you privately. And just wanted to say, I, I don't know if you uh, were sick or not, but it sounds like you were. So wishing you some good vibes, of course. And I know you're consistent always. Keep it up.
0: Great to hear from you, Kevin. Touch. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you had a good vacation. Kevin was just all over Europe, huh? I can't wait to hear about your your trip, and thank you for calling in. Yes, that little toothache that I had. Little. It was more than little. So my consistency, I know you said that I, you go, yeah, well, you're always consistent. Uh, yeah, you were on vacation, so I was not. So you don't know. My consistency was low. I'm trying to get back on that horse and ride it and ride the hoofs right off. And I appreciate you calling in, Kevin. Go check out Kevin Touch, a station uh, podcast where he just wants to make you feel at home he does touch talks and all kinds of good stuff and when I first came out on Anchor he's one of the very first people that reached out to we live on a planet and we're still going strong so thank you Kevin looks like we have another phone call and this one's from oh a fellow New Yorker let's take it we'll be right back
1: shout out to what's up New York State we live on a planet um, yes you do. You're all the way the hell up there by Canada. Shit, you must be freezing. I'm just kidding, man. Listen, I know a lot of good people upstate New York. Um I have my best friend is from Buffalo, man. And the weather there is amazing. It's like you you look around and you're going, Am I still in New York? <laughs> what the heck is this place? But anyway, listen, um it has been raining off and on. It is so humid that my air conditioner is having a difficult time taking the humidity out of the air. And it's like you have to part the clouds as you walk outside because it's actually very misty looking. It's a little weird, Patrick, I'm telling you. But yeah, it makes me hurt, but I'm used to it. Man, it's been 40 years. Nah, you can't really get used to pain, but it's been 40 years and I'm like a walking um barometer. <laughs> but listen, yeah, it's been raining a lot. Welcome back to your horse. Now, I hope you take that riding crap and you take off. <laughs> and everything, I hope everything got straightened out with you. Seriously, man, I know what you're going through, and then you feel so guilty like you haven't talked to your fans in a long time. You know they love you; they'll stick with you. That's the way I am. Still love you, Patrick. Take care. I ain't worried. I know you were gonna call me back.
0: Peace. The Guru Lupus Warrior. Thank you. That's such a nice phone call. You know it really is, and encouraging. To tell me, you know, just keep going. Because I did feel guilty about not being on the airwaves and not having, quote unquote, my fans getting there. We live on a planet. And so thank you for sticking in with me. And, you know, you keep up the good fight. You know, you're the walking barometer, like like you were saying, having uh, lupus. And lupus can affect you in so many ways. And you're constantly fighting that. Like you said, you can't really ever get over pain. But I guess you can kind of learn to. Come accustomed to it or manage it. I I wished I had AC. You're talking about the humidity and the rain. We today it's humid. We don't have AC. We have well. I take it back. We have a small AC unit in our spare bedroom um, for when we like my mom comes into town or any uh, if our girls come over to visit. But my wife and I had just kind of been um, roughing it out here in the house. And last night it was brutal. Upstairs is where our bedroom is, and so it was hot, and we've got some more humidity. Here, so hopefully your ac starts working for you guru lupus warrior and i appreciate you calling into the show and checking on me and i'm feeling much better so thank you you know i have another phone call from another listener that was giving me some well wishes and um i appreciate it so let's take that one and then we'll get into the rest of the show and um see what kind of nonsense we can get into we'll be right back after this phone call thanks guru
2: Hey Patrick it's Allie Moon. So I hope you get better soon. I know exactly what you're talking about because actually a lot of my customers have had that situation where they had to have a surgery to drain the infection. Yeah it's uh it's amazing what the human body uh, can go through and I'm sure it's pretty dang painful. So I wish you the best and um I can only imagine how you're feeling and you're having to talk. It's I'm sure you just wanna um rest your your mouth and rest your voice and all that sort of thing. So feel better. My only experience with an abscess tooth was when I was little. They just pulled it out. That's it. It was very simple. They might have put me on antibiotics, I really can't remember. But it was a pretty basic abscess tooth. So nothing very serious. Hey Patrick, this is Allie Moon. I just am commenting on the secret. I have never seen it myself. But as synchronicity would work, I am on the internet right now. I'm preparing my episode right now. And it's all about intuition and, you know, looking at signs in life. And all of a sudden I come across, I, along the way through this podcasting, somebody had mentioned the word, actually, I think it was one of my friends who mentioned the word uh, synchronicity. And sure enough, as you're talking about it, it mentions the secret. So that's something, see, there's another synchronicity moment. Um, it's something that I really, really want to dive into because it's just, just, it's in the fiber of my being, I guess. All right. Have a good one.
0: Welcome back from Get Better Wishes to The Secret. Thank you, Ellie Moon. Ellie um, is a pharmacist, so she definitely can understand um, or dealt with clients that are going through with what I did. And hopefully I don't have to have that procedure And mine is like what you said, how you had a basic one when you were younger because this, you know, what did they, do? it is amazing, the human body, you're right. What did they do back in Doc Holliday times, you know, back in the 1800s? I think they probably just like what Doc Holliday, say Wayne. you just sat down and took it. I'm your huckleberry, I guess. And go from there. And uh, yeah, I'm really fortunate that these antibiotics have kicked in. Thank goodness for the invention of penicillin and all that way back in the day. Because, oh man, I was in a world of hurt. I really was. So thank you for the for the well wishes and uh, the secret, the daily teachings by Rhonda Byrne. We'll be hearing from that later in the show. And I agree, synchronicity is pretty neat. I, you know, I'm into. I think that happens a lot of things. Almost, um, I left you, a I left Ali a voice message after she'd called, and it's almost like when you're thinking about getting a new car, or you do get that new car, and then you see it everywhere. And I don't know if that's really synchronicity, but it seems like that happens when. You think of something and you start seeing it more. Or it happens to be falling in your place. Or maybe somebody mentioned something that you haven't heard about in a while. And then that week it happens like a wave. Let's hear, speaking of uh, synchronicity, let's hear the police synchronicity. And when we come back, we'll get into some more stuff and things. Stick around. Thanks, Allie. Thank you, everybody who called in and gave me well wishes. And um, I appreciate it. I'm really happy to be a part of this anchor community it's still anchor strong and it's an awesome community to be a part of it's an awesome platform i'm really am still a huge fan of anchor and really glad i found it back in october and i've learned so much from you guys out there listening to your podcasts and i've i've met a lot of great people that i consider friends and these genuine collins are really groovy so thank you let's hear the police synchronicity and um we got more stuff and things. Like I said, we'll, we'll be back. Hey, let's get a wrinkle on our brain. This one feels familiar though. Once I typed it in, I was like, have I done this on the show? I don't know. This is like 266 episodes. So I got quite a few in the can and I've been doing the, I'm feeling curious for quite a while now and it seemed familiar, but maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just having one of those deja vus where it seems familiar, but this is what I got. How long do crows live in the wild? How long do crows live in the wild? In captivity, both crows and ravens have been known to live for almost 30 years. But in the wild, the average lifespan of a crow is seven to eight years. That's it. And it sounds familiar. Maybe I've said it before. If I have, I apologize. But if it's a fact that you haven't heard before, we got another wrinkle in our brain. Or reinforced that one. That way, if we're ever playing trivia pursuit in the future, if somebody ever asks you that, you'll know. Let's hear the black crows. And then how about uh, Stone Temple Pilots, The Big Empty, from the movie The Crow? Speaking of The Crow, that movie, I think I, I have talked about this on the show. I heard rumors that they're going to be rebooting that with the guy that um, recently played Aquaman. What's his name? Jason, I want to say, I, I always want to say Mimosa. That's not his name. Jason, whatever it is. He was on Game of Thrones as well. We're going to hear some stuff about Game of Thrones too on this day of history. So I thought that was kind of neat that we were talking about crows anyways because the crows in black are in uh, Game of Thrones. And it all kinds of t- it all ties in. It all ties in. Hey, before we hear that music though, I wanted to let you know a little bit of um his or uh, not history. Um information on my uncle's movie. Months and months ago I told you about how my uncle my uncle Alex wrote a screenplay. And it was recently picked up and turned into a movie, and it was it's produced by Joe Dante. Joe Dante is famed for The Gremlins. And his movie is um, going to be coming out either this October or January. We're hoping for October it would be a nice time, you know, around that scary time. The name of the movie is Camp Coldbrook. Camp Coldbrook. You can go right onto YouTube and uh, check out the preview for it, the trailer. I believe um, it's on YouTube now. The other day I got a link for it and um, from my uncle. And so if I found it from there, I'm sure it's out on YouTube now. Or you can just Google Camp Colebrook and check it out. It's a movie that he wrote about um, Ghost Hunter, reality show Ghost Hunters, going to this camp that had all kinds of stuff that happened to it. and It's a suspense, scary movie. So I thought I'd share that with you guys and before I played the music. So... Keep an eye out for Camp Cobrook. my shameless plug for my uncle. All right, the Black Crows Remedy, and then Big Empty, Stone Top of Pilots, when we come back, we'll do this day of history. Thanks for sticking around with me. I appreciate it. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Before we do this day of history, um, speaking of history, here's an old relic I found that is on anchor, and I found him yesterday. Let's step back in our time machine, go back to 1991, turn on our TV. If you've got cable, you're tuned into MTV. And everywhere on the airwaves at MTV was a guy, a comedian by the name of Polly Shore. If you're a guy my age, you know who Polly Shore is. If you're a millennial, you probably don't. And that's what he wants you to do is know who Paulie Shore is. And he's on Anchor. And I thought that was kind of groovy. I was like, holy shit, Polly Shore is on Anchor and I can tune in to him ramble just like I ramble. And I thought that was kind of neat because there's a lot of people out here on Anchor and uh I decided to leave him a voicemail. I left Polly Shore a voice message. Do you think Polly Shore is going to get back to me? Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? You got to put it out to the universe. Maybe he'll get back to me. So Polly Shore, if you're listening, let's do this. Come on, let's do this co-host thing. Anchor makes it nice and easy. We can talk about whatever you want to. I'd like to ask you about um Beck you're hanging out with Guns N' Roses cuz I know you did that back in the 90s. Well, according to some of your stand-up and everything, some of your shows that you used to do. So he's on anchor, and I thought that was kind of neat though that I have the ability to just use the anchor platform and leave Polly Shore a voicemail message and um there's a lot of haters out there of him and I'm not one of him. I was never a huge fan, so right now if he is listening, he's probably like what the hell do I want to to a co-host if you said you weren't really a huge fan of mine anyways but let me put it in perspective of just like the way I look at things of my little here's a little rant or ramble there's another podcast out there of um that's always on the charts and this is uh just an observation it's not a, a hate statement or anything and I have no idea who they are but they're always on the charts and it's Casey Neustadt I think is his name and his wife and they're he's like famous YouTube guy but I don't watch YouTube videos, so I don't know what he's famous for. But I guess he's got a lot of followers and he's real famous and just he's promoted by Anchor and he's all over the airwaves on social media and I don't know what he's famous for, but somebody like Polly Shore, I remember what he was famous for. You know, I remember the the cheesy campy movies he did in the 90s, you know, Encino Man and in The Army Now and his stand-up, comedy that he did. And he was everywhere. He was on MTV everywhere. Spring Break was huge. I remember one year um, just getting out of college and friends of mine, I was living in Syracuse, the city that's south of where I am now, Syracuse, New York. And we were up on SU Hill up at the college, Syracuse University. And it was an MTV weekend, Spring Break. And I remember just the talk that Polly Shore was going to be there. So, and we never got to see him, but that was the big hook. Polly Shore is going to be there, everybody said, and now he's on anchor. So I thought that was kind of neat too, you know, and Hey, couples therapy. If you are listening, Casey Neustadt and your wife, um, Candace, Hey, I'll, I would love to do something with you guys too. Cause I, I, I'm curious to know what, what it is that you do, I guess. That's my ramble. That's my rant before we get into this history. I was just, uh, a statement that. Polly Shore, if you're out there, hit me up. <laughs> and if you don't know who Polly Shore is, go check him out. I mean, he uh, he had some famous parents. A lot of his, his the laugh, what is it, the laugh Factory, I believe, in California. A lot of comedians cut their teeth at that comedy club. All right, well, let's get into what happened this day in history. We don't need to take a break. I've had enough of your time today. I don't want to take too much of it because I still was thinking of sharing the seat the secret, the daily teachings with you. But here's what happened on this day in 1945 at 8.16 a.m. Japanese time. An American B-29 bomber, the Enola Gay, drops the world's first atomic bomb over the city of Hiroshima. While wow, we went in, I went in from a rant about Pali Shiro and everything to talking something so somber of this day of history. Because it goes on to state that approximately 80,000 people are killed as a direct direct result of that blast. And another 35,000 are injured, and at least another 60,000 would be dead by the end of the year from the effects of the fallout from that. Truman wasn't kidding around in 1945, that's for sure. It's kind of a dark day, I think. You know, I, I usually don't get too much on a soapbox, but for some reason to me, I always think of that in history as... I know it was wartime, and I know this, I just, I, the humanity, I can't even just fathom that amount of lives being just wiped away from this earth so quickly. Pretty scary shit. Pretty scary. And to know that we're always kind of on that cusp, you know, we we're always hoping for a safe, happy world, and you just never know. You never know. What else happened? Okay, let's not be so dark. Eight, uh, 1777 on this day. I thought this was kind of neat. This is American uh, Revolutionary War history, but it, it pertains to the college. I went to Herkimer College in Herkimer, New York. And this is General Nicholas Herkimer Falls at the Battle of Oriskany. Um, that's not far from where I live now, which was Rome, New York now. And he was, uh, he was attempting to relieve Fort Stanwix, which is in Rome. What else do we have this day of history let me just scooch back because I am just on their, uh, the History Channel's website, typing in this day of history. I like to share that with you guys. Oh, Andy Warhol is born 1928. We all remember who, who else was born today? Lucille Ball, 1911. And then uh, 2009 Breakfast Club director John Hughes dies. I grew up watching The Breakfast Club and John Hughes made a lot of famous movies. We also, I, I talked a little bit about uh, Game of Thrones history. On today's date, 1996, George R. R. Martin's Game of Thrones debuts. Yeah, that's that book came out that long ago. And look at the popularity on HBO now. I'm definitely was a fan of Game of Thrones and can't wait for it to come back. And then we've got uh, one more thing that I'll share with you. In 1942, Isaac Hayes is born. So I thought that was kind of another interesting thing. Let's hear a little bit of music from The Breakfast Club in uh, memory of John Hughes. And then how about um, how about some Isaac Hayes, too? We'll hear some Isaac Hayes. And then when we come back, we'll finish off the show with this secret, The Daily Teachings. Thanks for being here with me. I do appreciate it. I know I say that, but I mean it. I couldn't do it without you. I could, but it'd be pretty damn lame and boring without you. So I'm glad you're here with me. I'll be right back. Just heard a little bit of Simple Minds. And then a little bit of Isaac Hayes. Oh, yeah. And how about finishing the show off with The Secret, The Daily Teachings by Rhonda Byrne, like we usually do. Thank you for joining me. We're on day 110. We will finish this off. The negative feeling of disappointment keeps your desire from you. To turn disappointment into a positive feeling, start thinking and saying, when my desires arrive, I am going to, and then fill in the blank. This is a great way to shift your yourself to believing and believing is where you want to be. Absolutely. So believe big today. Shift your thinks, your thoughts, your thinks, (laughs) your thinking into when, when it's going to happen. Not if, but just when. All right, my friends. Thanks for sticking through this whole show. I appreciate it. It was fun to be back on the airwaves. I really enjoy it. And um, feel free to leave me a voicemail. I love hearing from you guys. All right, my friends. Take care. Peace.